am. And oh, come on. I miss you too, girl. I miss everybody. I miss everybody. Alright, welcome to the McMotherwell Self-Awareless Happy Hour at Home. We are live. We're recording tonight. I'm trying to, I've been doing this live thing with uh, all my friends. I just miss people. Miss people so much that I started drinking and going live on Facebook just so that people would be able to, well, at least judge me. I think that's what I miss the most, guys. I don't know about you. I don't know about everybody else. But I miss getting judged. Um, <laughs> at least that's what I craved. And I figured, hey, let's go live and fuck around and see what happens then. Um, I'm trying out some new things. I don't know if I'm getting chats. I don't know if uh, how it really works uh, with the stuff that I'm trying. But if you'd like to get involved, uh, obviously participation is always fun on this show. And uh, yeah, well, that was the next thing I was going to get to. So anyone that has been tuning into my live stuff has noticed that there's been a beard gate going on. It's very, very tough for me to grow a beard. Um, we had COVID happen. I lost a ton of weight. Uh, you know, my fault for gaining, whatever you want to call it. But, and I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to try a fucking beard. I'm going to try it. And I just couldn't do it. It just was white trashy. It was disgusting. It was what it was. It is what it is. But today I figured, you know what, man? That stash is looking good. Someone said that my mustache was creepy today. Meaning that they, they didn't understand or didn't acknowledge all the shit that was going on in my neck and the side of my face. Um, and so I decided, hey, yeah, I'm going to embrace the mustache and see how that goes for a little while. I got my first compliment and I really appreciate it. It's weird. It is weird looking. Um, it's, it's really funny. Um, I'm going to edit this part out, but Sloan is listening. I said to your mother, um, literally, I had the nerve to say this, but it was funny. Um, we were, you know, your father had just passed away and there's a bunch of pictures of him up. And I says, man, you really loved him, didn't you? And she said, yeah. I says, no, like, you put up with that mustache of his for all them years. And I'm, this is a true testimony. I'm going to see how much my wife loves me because this is a porno stash that I have on my face. Uh, okay, I'm now getting chats and things like that. I'm very happy to see that. Uh, it's a porn stash all day. But hey, that's what I'm going with. Hey, there's Minshew Mania right down the road from me in Jacksonville, Florida. There's Motherwell Mania here tonight. Uh, thanks for tuning in, people. I thought we'd go over some fun stuff. I don't know where I put my telephone. Uh, and that is the biggest rookie mistake that I've ever made. Uh, and I have got to take a second to go find that. I am so, so sorry, guys. I am so, so sorry. Please stay tuned. All right, we got the phone back. That's very, uh, very, very amateur of me. Sorry about that. Um, but we are trying to get some stuff going. I got a few ideas tonight. I've been writing down questions after questions to try and get people involved and try and get people participating. So if I answer a question that triggers anything with you, give me a chat, uh, text a comment, or give me a call. Yeah, God knows we are lacking uh, just just playing around. Um, but I wrote down a ton and ton of fucking questions. Uh, my number is on the live thing there. It is 904-420-7585. Um, Listen, let's just get started. I'm trying to keep my mouth shut tonight. I'm trying to listen more to the people. So please get involved. Uh, and I guess what I can do is just uh, say what I would do in these situations and see what happened. But uh, I'm just going to pick a random one here. If you could, this is a pretty good one. If you could scale it down all the way, 
like to the size of a cat, like a house cat, what would be the cutest animal in the world to have? Like what would be the coolest, cutest pet? That's a pretty fucking good question. So if any animal in the world was the size of like a house cat, and you could have it as a pet, what would be the animal of your choice? And maybe not would be your choice, but what's the cutest one? I don't know. Can you imagine a little baby elephant running around your fucking house? I think the elephant would probably be my, be my one. Um, I have a cat. And so, like, yeah, why get a lion? You know, I already got a cat. So I think, like, a baby elephant would be a lot of fun. Hippopotamus in the backyard would be cool. Anybody got any ideas on what animal, if you could now, you know, size it, scale it down to the size of a house pet, house cat, what would be the cutest animal? Which one would you have as a pet? Call me on that. Shit, nobody wants to talk about it. That's fine. I'm here all night. I found out that, like, uh, I'm trying to figure out that instead of rambling when it gets quiet and we, we lose participation, I've just got to just stay quiet. And I'm working on that. I'm working on it. But I'm just, uh, I got a lot of shit that I hate. A baby tiger. See, two grand. I already got a baby tiger. His name is Alma. Oh, let's show this. Oh, no, I can't. I did go ahead and buy one of those vinyls that covers your credit card or your debit card. And it's a picture of Joe Exotic saying that I'm never going to financially recover from this. And I put it on my debit card. I'm pretty pumped about it. It cost me like $2.99. But sure enough, it's there. And I'm happy. By the way, anyone that is tuning in, this is happy hour at home. This is the only podcast where I sit, you know, I say podcast, I may or may not release this, where I sit and drink and actually, you know, get dumb. Um, if you're interested in podcasts, especially local, once this stuff's lifted a little bit, we're going to have more people over, more guests, more musicians, more artists, and of course, more local businesses to join in. So tune in to mickmotherwell.com and check that out right now with a lot of, uh, I've got some interviews and things on there that you can check out. Um, we also have a political one coming up, a local politics. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, I won't be drunk on those. So you could check that out and you might respect me a little bit. Um, but that's what I'm going for with the mustache. That being said, next, next question. Um, again, I'm just going to pick them at random through the computer here and see what we've got. What's the most expensive thing you've ever broken? Um, so I'll go ahead and make a rule to that question. Let's not talk automobile, because everyone's kind of fucked an automobile up somehow, right? Um, other than an automobile, what's the most expensive thing you've ever broken? That's a pretty good one. What's your cure for hiccups? I think that's a brilliant question, and every single goddamn one of y'all has a different answer. So that'd be fun to hear. What's your cure? I, everyone's got a different one, right? And you know what's funny? It's like... Uh, it's kind of like the COVID virus. Everybody becomes a goddamn, uh, you know, if you get something wrong with your car and you mention it somewhere like a bar or bridge game, everybody becomes a mechanic. Oh, you know what that is? That's, that's your damn blood nut. You know, everyone figures out. It's the same thing with that. It's the exact same thing. What's your cure for hiccups? Everybody becomes a fucking echo. Oh, this works for me. This is the only thing that's ever worked for me. This is the one you got to try. Um, which typically, you know, I've, I've tried different ones. They all kind of work. So what's your cure for hiccups, everybody? I'd love to hear about it. So we got to see if, I don't know. I am not. All right. 
Anyway, mcmotherwell.com. I hope you're all checking it out. If uh, that was what I was getting to, it is happy hour at home. Um, check out my non-alcoholic podcasts, but this one is definitely me just getting hammered and rambling. Um, I've had a couple people tell me they like to listen to it later, um, like if they're at home bullshitting, but my demographic is typically younger dumbasses. So anyway, happy hour at home. Start the night right. Have a good one. As always, what are you drinking out there if you are? Why aren't you if you aren't? And um, if you have anything to say about it, let me know. Uh, it is happy hour at home. What do you typically do at a 4.30 in the afternoon when you are working? Or <laughs> I don't want to say when you're working. Uh, well, tell me that. Uh, when there's no quarantine going down. Uh, tell me about it. So it's funny you asked me because this show has been brought to you. Good God unofficially for the last couple of weeks by Commodore Vodka. Um, all vodka tastes like kerosene, so you might as well buy Commodore Vodka because it's cheap and it doesn't give you a headache and it's from Savannah. Uh, the fact is, why is it brought to you by this? Because that's what I was drinking the first night and I'll tell you what, it's $11 for a fucking half gallon of it. So if you like vodka, people, go get the Commodore. And again, it's from Savannah and it's 912 and so that is always... Always a plus to, you know, we got people that like run in this district and shit that are from Savannah. So good idea always to vote and buy local. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I had a pet problem, um, but that's the cool thing. I was putting a lot of pressure on myself recently to just keep talking, keep bullshitting, and keep getting drunk, and now I don't care. Um, if you lose me, you lose me, but if you're back, I love you. Um, anyway, we were talking music earlier. We were talking bullshit earlier. We talked about a lot of stuff. I, I don't really know where to start. I think I've been doing very nice and very cool about being... Um, like, hey, check out this charity and check out this and check out that. We all get it. I don't have a ton of listeners. Um, I have, you know, most are local. So if you haven't heard about Camden Curbside or Adopt a Senior and stuff by now, you know, you just, you know, if you haven't done anything about it, you're not going to. Uh, that being said, welcome to the McMotherwell Show if you're just joining us. I don't know what to talk about. I got mad today. Here's what I got mad at today. Um, and let's see if you agree or disagree. Jeeps, right? Jeep Wranglers or some of the like. Let's keep. Let's be honest. Not the most comfortable fucking vehicles. Um, I know that they. Hey, I know that they had their purpose during World War II and their iconic American vehicles. Why? Why is it that, in my opinion, or what I see, most people that buy Jeeps and Jeep Wranglers, they can't shut the fuck up about it. They hang out with people that drive Jeeps. Like, like, exclusively, they make sure there's a fucking, like, neon green fucking, what, I don't even know call it, pinstripe, racing stripes on it. They make sure it's just lifted out the ass. I'm just saying, I, I, it, why can't most people that buy a Jeep, and listen, I know some of them, just buy a Jeep, that's what you buy, so you want it, and you're happy. Shut the fuck up about it. Something I got mad at today, 
I'm going to write something about it because I definitely think it's going to ruffle some feathers. Definitely people that drive Jeeps are, are really have hard-ons for them, and it's just annoying as shit. Uh, oh, I'm getting a phone call, people. Let's see what's going on. Well, private property. Hey, you're hot. What's going on? Uh, give me just one second to see if I can't fix this little mic issue here and see if I can't just hear you right off of it. The sound should be good, man. Let's go ahead and test that. Say hello. Hello. Hi. That's a thumbs up on the sound, I believe, so perfect. Yeah, what's going on, guys? You can hear me all right? Yeah. Awesome. So, awesome. I've got a new thing. <laughs> I've got a new little setup, so I was trying that out. What's going on? What are y'all doing? No, it's funny because... Megan was just talking a blue streak, and then I put this thing on, and now she's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I get nervous. Yeah, we're, nervous. On, we're on pins and needles over here. Pins and needles? Well, that was kind of like a really personal subject, too, that I don't want like the whole world knowing. Oh, or yeah. All of Camden yeah. County, especially. So, I don't get to talk about it a lot. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Mike? So, if anyone doesn't know who's calling, I've had both of these guys on the show before. That's Jesse Haskell. Uh, Jesse, I don't remember what I called it. I think it was something like um, Angry at the Mad World was the episode I called Jesse's episode. And then Megan actually yeah, came in. Like yeah, no, Brent came in. Mega, Megan actually came on and talked porn with me. So, check that out. McMotherwell.com. Check these guys out. What, um, what, what topics did you guys call in to talk about today? Oh, so it's all on us now. Oh, yeah. It doesn't no, have to be. have a plan. Yeah, do you have a plan? This is your thing. I always got a plan, but if anyone tuned in last time, Jesse hung up because I talked too much. So I'm trying to give I you guys the floor. The podcast where we talked about uh, the dating world. The date? No, no, no. It was called Angry it, at the Mad World. I'm not. I know. That's what I'm saying, but I don't know. So, because, that's, because we were successful at dating. That's why we're married. <laughs> See? See? That's right. See, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say that. We won the game. We don't although, have to play anymore. Although, you still don't have a I know, I know. Don't rub it in. I okay. think I was... Um, say it on live. Yeah. I think I was so... <laughs> I think I was so unsuccessful at dating that that's why I'm married. Oh. Uh, yeah, that makes sense, too. You couldn't get laid if you were an egg. No, no, no. I think that was my issue. And that's, listen, everyone can see me. They can't see you. Yeah, but I, I know that I'm like pretty fucking handsome. But my problem was, it was just, yeah, I, I, I was just finding people to fuck. I would do your wife. Yeah, me too. My wife's dope hot. Yeah. Yeah, she is. So, I mean, obviously you were successful at the dating game. No, no, no. I'm just hung like a fucking too. mule. Uh, okay. Never took her out on a date. Never had to. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just get lucky like that. I, that's what I'm fucking telling you. Yeah, low-maintenance chicks are, like, the way to go. It's crazy. No, my wife's way out of my league. Um, That's a question for anyone that's listening and does want to talk. Have you got, are you dating someone out of your league? Ever did? Ever will? Still dating them? Married to them? Tell me about that. Megan, Um, Jesse, would you agree, is dating someone out of his league, too? Oh, yeah. Just like me. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, married. Married, oh yeah, right? married. Excuse me, married. Yeah, yeah I'm married to yeah. my wife too. So, I just said yeah, dating. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No. When I first met Brenda, I I didn't 
I thought they were joking. <laughs> 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 what? But then oh, I saw. Has I that ever happened to anyone listening? Tell me that. Of you back in the day, I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. Uh, you were you were really cute back in the day. I get it. What, am I <laughs> what do you mean back in the day? They've been married for like six years. Hair. It's the mullet. It's the mullet thing. Can you guys oh, see no, me? It's not ruined. It's just um, it's just kind of like homely. Is that worth? Megan, homely? can you guys see me right now? <laughs> I'm just trying to be funny. Is it funny, or are you feeling offended? <laughs> I, I'm extremely offended. That's exactly I what I want. In my own place, in my own joint. You know, I know. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. At least I brought my own beer this time. <laughs> There's a plus. So that's dating. What else you got? Yeah. Well, we we got plenty more dating. I don't um, know what. Can first of all, can you guys see me right now? No. Are we supposed to? Well, I'm I'm just saying I'm live on Facebook, but I was asking if you are. But I've I've shaved my face to look like a mustache, like Jesse's. Oh, the other guys. Um. So you're shooting for homely. You're going for the homely look. I, well, that's why I was asking Megan. I was like, what how, what was hot about Jesse? Because I was hoping she'd say mustache, and then I'd be like, well, hey, check it out. But, um... Mustaches are more of like... Well, never mind. I'm not going to say well, that. Just say, Why not? No one knows your last name. This is my show. Fucking say it. Yeah, I like yeah. the ones that, like, fold down, but you can't just have it right above the lip. Right above oh, the lip yeah, yeah. is, like, pedophile stuff. You mean, like... Well, what do you mean? Like, pencil stash? Because mine's above the lip, below the nose, but it's clearly a mustache. Like, it's not a... I don't know. I saw it. I'm not digging it, but that's oh, that's on you, man. I'm I'm not. Your I'm wife. not. I'm not worried about it. Trust me. I'm I'm trying to be a comedian here. Like I get it. It's pubes above my fucking lips. I'm just wondering where where who people think about you know how how people think about mustaches. Not my thing. You said Jesse was hot when he was younger. Jesse's been rocking a mustache since 1950. Yeah, but he's got a different kind of mustache. It's like the handlebar kind of like... No, it's the same mustache. It's the exact same mustache. Yours is the same as his. Yeah. No. <laughs> you got to see me right now. You got to see me right now. That's true. That's true. Maybe that's why. I that's a, it's like a fucking weird isosceles triangle mustache right now. I would have to see it to believe it. Because I've seen, like, pictures on Facebook and so No, far, no, no, I, I shaved everything today. Like, I, I, I fucked around a little bit today. Although I do like the little, like, soul patch on your chest that you got. That's, and see, I, so someone, I, so I posted that picture a long time ago. Um, <laughs> and I was being funny. I hope people understood that I was being funny. But I'm not, I don't have a problem with anyone that thinks I was trying to show off my body. Because I was kind of hoping I'd get raped hey. for it. Yeah. Hey. It's okay if you were. Yeah. We all need... Oh, no, 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 no. I, I was trying to be funny, and I hope... I, I, I kind of hope more people don't get it. That, that'd be funnier to me. You sound really defensive right now. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me defend my defensiveness. I wanted to get to my chest hair. I wanted to get to that. That's all I wanted to get to. Tell me your thoughts on my chest hair. Your real thoughts. Your real thoughts on what? On my chest hair. I just told you, I, I dig it. I dig There's no way you dig that. Wade is like a fucking wolf with his chest hair, and I love it. He used to shave it when we first started dating. I'm like, why do you shave it? I don't know. All my girlfriends like to shave it. I'm like, no, uh-uh, stop it. That's not manly. Don't do that. I've never shaved mine, not once. That's just how it's naturally white trash grown in. 
On a man, anyway. I don't know about... I feel like about the American women's shape. I had a girlfriend who was Italian, and she would get uh, hair on, around her nipples. Jesse! Yeah. I mean, it's like... I'm like, okay, you know, because titties yeah. are great, so you overlook it. Yeah. It's like, okay, but you need to deal with this at some point. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so sure. Like, it's more Can of you that. turn the TV down? But I, I, that's super anti-feminist for me to say, so... Yeah. That, that, that sits on a really bad message on live Facebook. Guys, so. I'm having a really good time. But can you turn the TV down? The TV's not even up. There's something in the background's like loud. Well, people are here. We're having fun. You're oh, that's fun then. I thought it was a television. There's no TV on. Just people talking. And I can hear you 10 times better than I could 20 seconds ago now. Cool. It was the TV then. <laughs> he was too loud. <laughs> He's such a smart guy. He just likes his ego strip. No, no, no. The um, it's <laughs> my dick that I like stroked. It's my dick that I like stroked. So Jesse had a girl that had hair around her nipples. Did she shave it? Yeah, she'd get, she'd pluck them. I think she plucked them off. Yeah, you couldn't oh. shave nipples. Then they want to be nice to touch. Right. And so it wasn't like a habitual problem, but like if we were well, to beat or something, the, you know. It would just be like little singular, like long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Nothing else. Man, how tough is it to be a woman? Yeah, man? that would be like if it was like a pubic hair. Right? Oh my gosh. Well, it is crazy. a pubic hair. Yeah, but that's like, uh, if you could imagine like a bush around your nipples, that would be crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, man, that'd be. <laughs> You imagine like um, black people having afros? That's really I like afros. But we would I have like, I'm not against it. We would have like lo- white people would have like long hair coming down from their nipples. I used to want to like this, and then black people would have afros coming out, and that'd be super cool. If we're talking about dating, right? I've dated some African American women. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I have. I've. I've dated. I've dated one, and and I've. I mean, I'll tell you, I've hooked up with a couple. I've never like had the pleasure of like going out for a while with any, but and I don't want to generalize anybody. I'm just saying, uh, I've I've dated someone outside of my race. This is racist, isn't it? Of course it is. I'm. That's it. That's exactly what I am. It does sound racist. You should see my mustache. Controversy here. He's always stirring up controversy. It was Jesse. Talk to me about talk to me about dating a black chick. Women. I mean, it's just well, they're freaking beautiful, though. I mean, look oh, at them. Man. Oh, man. God, the hips and, oh, goodness, the skin, everything. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. It's beautiful. So but no I, one's discounting that. I thought you had something interesting to say. It was just a, a, a brag, I think. So you were just letting people know you dated an African-American woman. Oh, I thought you were, no, you're talking to Megan, right? I'm talking to you. You brought that up. I'd like to hear your story or cool story well, I, about it. I'm just saying that by dating black women, that puts me down with being like okay to say it's you're racist. Got it. Got it. Have <laughs> you? That's what triggered the racism. <laughs> I'm actually. Let I me ask you this: What's different? In what I'm saying. What's different, Jesse? Is there any differences in well, dating I mean, a black girl than a white girl? That's with black women too. You have. No, I said flavor. Can you hear me? Yeah, we played that. What's the difference? I was the slave owner, and we'd play in hotel rooms. Oh my god! This conversation is wow. So you guys role played. We are gonna get flagged 
so fast. We're not going to get flagged. This is, it's comedy. It's honesty. We're talking. I mean, I'm not racist. Jesse and his girlfriend are, evidently. It's a lie. I never. Of course it's a fucking lie. Keep it going. <laughs> Stop fucking being a pussy, everybody. Let's just keep talking. That, that shit could have went far. That shit could have went for hours. It could have. It could have. And you guys just want to back out? Jesse, on the real, is there actual... Like day-to-day differences that you could see from dating a black girl and dating a white girl. Not at all. Not at all. And that makes complete sense. To be I even did, I took a I took an African American woman on a motorcycle ride one time to like a pond, and we sat on a bench. It was like something out of a Harlequin romance. It was a beautiful thing. I don't know because, because it's a man and a woman. It's not a black man or a white man or a white. It's a man and a woman. It's beautiful. It's... You're interrupting Megan again. I do that all the time. Who gives a shit? Uh, I was saying, I don't know if it's because the one black woman I was with was an Aries, but she was very, very dominant and extremely assertive. And um, wow. this is good uh, shit, actually, Kim. I love her still to this day. I still got mad love for her, but she, uh, me, and, me and her butt heads a lot because she, she was very she had attitude. Attitudes or attitudes. Uh, was she jealous of you? No, no. Like me, and, she was gorgeous. Gorgeous. No, I mean, like, was she jealous of because she I was just possessive? Was she possessed? I had a she feeling Jesse was, was going to say. The answer that I th- I had a feeling Jesse was going to answer the way he answered that question to the people. So you don't see people chatting with me and stuff, guys. So I just need to acknowledge that real quick. Um, Jesse, I knew Jesse was going to say that the or he was going to answer the way he answered by saying there's not a fucking difference at all. And I think that's where people fucking just get crazy. I know there's differences in every culture, right? Italian, Mexican, whatever. I mean, it's like, oh shit, she was. But people need to understand that there's no goddamn difference between dating any kind of woman. Because they're all women and they're all different. And there's no difference between dating any man because they're all men and they're all different. Everything is different no matter who you date. So it's always, there's no difference between the fact that she's black, white, whatever. Um, And I thought that was a great answer by Jesse there. But good shit to talk about because no one around here talks about it. Where are you guys at now? African traditions and cultures and celebrations. Well, there's so many different ones. But yeah, we touched on that, Megan. We just didn't get into it all deep hippie like. No, me and Jesse were having a different conversation. Yeah, we're not even listening to you anymore. Well, then fucking either hang up or talk about something else. The fuck are these guys? You don't want to listen to us. You know. I do. You didn't listen to me when I said I have to acknowledge the listeners and the people that are chatting real quick. And I'll be right oh, right. Them. We're not watching that part. Yeah, but you're part of it. So you gotta <laughs> you gotta understand that. So what were some other topics that you had? Well, you had a couple, man. I really so my thing, my topic. I was trying to be broad about it was tattoos and haircuts. Do you disagree with what's going oh, on? Have you went and got a haircut? Have you went and got a tattoo? Tell me about how clean it was, how safe it was, what measures are they taking, or do you just fucking hate the fact that they're open right now? Um, so what do you think about tattoos and haircuts, Jesse? You can talk about anything, anything you want. Do you that like was the tattoos? Question in the, in the history of man, right there. I do, was ready to answer like fifteen seconds ago. Yeah, that's what I do. And I, so now I don't know what I was going to say. Do you have a tattoo? Oh, tattoos! I have issues with tattoos. I think tattoos are good for people that are in like um, a brotherhood, like the military <laughs> or gang, like the motorcycle gangs. But I, otherwise, I don't see any reason to get tattoos. Plus, so, my mother's alive, so. 
I can agree with that, man, to an extent. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's a pretty cool, really white, old school way to look at it. Very old school way to look at it. Um, but I can, I can, you know, up until that point, I agree. I, that's a pretty cool way to look at it. And if you tell me that you don't have a tattoo because of that issue, I'm, I'm never going to try and convince you to get one. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, but, I love tattoos. Um, yeah, sure. I'm always done with this one. How many tattoos, tattoos do you have, Megan? Um, I only have two, but I'm just very particular about my artists. Uh, yeah, no, either one of them is fine. But I um, I have my whole body mapped out, and I, uh, I've been planning it for about seven years. Well, actually, it's been about ten years now. I guess I've been saying seven years for about three years. But yeah, no, I um, I've got a lot of a lot of things planned for my body, but I uh, am working on finding the perfect artist for each piece because they're all very different styles. When you say that, Megan, the perfect artist, right? So you're working on a tat, you're thinking about a tattoo. Let's just hypothetically say you've got it picked out, kind of what you want, right? It's not like a pick out. Like I like well, to design my own tattoos because I mean, you saw my Bob Marley picture. Like I I like to draw myself. Like I'm a pretty decent artist. Sure. And. I um so I like to design my own artwork. I don't want anything that's like not original on my body, and um, so I want an artist to be able to create an original artwork to go on my body. And uh, okay, so I want to make sure that their style is of the same style. So, that I'm going so again, for. though, more hypothetical, you've got an idea picked out, right? You've got a, a you know, you've got something you bring to them, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's think. Let's say that you got that in your head. You got that. You're researching these artists. Like, this, you find this guy that you're just like, fuck yeah, that's it. That's the one. His style fits my design, my feeling, my vibe, whatever. And he lives in, like, Wichita. Is that where you're going to get your tattoo? Not necessarily. It has a lot to do with personality as well because uh, I feel like a tattoo is much more than just the piece. Uh, it's much more just the artwork. It's about the experience of getting it. It's about the the pain and everything that you go through about talking with the artist and coming up with the idea and the plan and going through the sketches. And it's just like, it's a whole process. Sure. You have to be able to vibe with the artist that you're working with and you have to be able to come to an agreement and be able to compromise with each other. And All right. If you're not able to do that, then I personally, it's that personal for me. I know a lot of people will just walk into a shop take out a piece, get their tattoo, and go on their way. That's just not how I like to do it. That's, I like that's fair. That's fair. Um, th that, that makes sense. Now, but again, all right, let's say you've got to that point. You guys have emailed and bullshit. How far are you willing to travel, you think, for a tattoo? I, um, I've i actually looked at artists that um, do UK tours, and, I mean, I want to travel there just for a tattoo, but well, of course, yeah. I would make sure that if I traveled to there, I would book it around when they're touring so that I could get a tattoo from them while I'm there. Like, I, um, I have some artists that I've been following for years. Some live in Australia. A lot of the places that I want to travel, and it basically just gives me another reason to right. travel there anyway. Yeah, like maybe going to a concert or something. To, I understand. Um, well, let me ask you... One question, two parts. Uh, and I don't, want to, I don't care about your actual budget, but on your current budget, how much are you willing to spend on one piece? And if you had unlimited money, unlimited budget, how much you would be willing to spend on one piece? Well, this is the reason why I don't have all the tattoos that I have planned, because I am very particular about sure. the style and the artist and the quality of the art. 
And so, like, for instance, the sleeve, and you've seen how tiny my arms are, so it's not like a lot of art is going to be going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the sleeve that I want is um, I'm looking at spending in between, like, two to $3,000 for oh my sleeve. Oh, God. Yeah, so, I mean, it's because I, I want a hyper-realism piece for my sleeve. I want it to be as realistic as possible, but almost, but also to tie into some surrealism as well, but... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it's gonna. It would be a very, very expensive piece, and I would have to find the right artist, and I would have. It'd be something that I would have to save for. It's not sure. It's not no, I know. I understand. I understand that part. Yeah, and I mean that. Like, um, I mean to. That's if I had unlimited money, but with the money I have now, usually I limit. Uh, I try to limit myself about three hundred dollars a piece, but I have only gotten two so far. The first one I got was only a fifty dollars piece, and it was a symbol that my grandmother made, and I've been using on my artwork. And um, I always try to tip at least twenty to fifty. Yeah, you got to give them. You and listen. If anyone out there is listening that doesn't tip their tattoo artist or their piercer, like you're fucking up. Or hairstylist. You, you definitely need hair to give. Them. Well, of course, your hairstylist. I th I felt like that was common knowledge. I shouldn't have to say that. But Megan is Megan does not think that's public knowledge, and I guess no, it's not. Well, I just have hairstylist friends. And um, apparently, no, you're not. correct. It, uh, hey, do it. Tip your hairstylist. Tip your tattoo artist, and tip anyone that pierces you for real. If you're going there with less than like ten, fifteen, twenty bucks at least to tip them, then you're not spending money on the tattoo. Like you don't have enough for the tattoo. Put it that way, guys. Yeah. Um, it's just like going to Applebee's and not having money to tip. Like, you need to tip your style. And listen, none of them are going to say, oh, oh, tip me, please. None of them are. But neither is a fucking yeah, server Applebee's, you know? say that. We can't say that legally. Right. And, well, yeah, neither. <laughs> exactly. So, that is something. I did not know that, Megan, that people don't tip their hairdressers. We can't ask for a tip from customers. Well, Cindy Dean broke the law every day. I'm sure you can put a like a notice for gratuity, like if someone leaves a card or something, or if you have a table over a certain amount. Like I think different counties have different laws, but um, if you don't have the money to tip for the service, you don't need it. There you go. Correct, absolutely so correct. Um, we're gonna keep that man in a nominee, but he's absolutely right. If you're not, if you again, that's it. If you don't have the money to tip, you don't have the money to go eat. That's my opinion. Especially right now in these times, because these service industry workers right now are exposing themselves to, you know, the potential of exposing their entire families to come out and serve you food and deliver your food and package your pickup orders. So please make sure, even if you're just picking up food, just tip them at least, you know, that at was, least something. That would have been a cool real... That, but I think the service announcement was brought yeah. to you by the Splinters End. No, and, and I think that's happened, and I, I wish there could have been like a big like tornado siring, Megan. It told people that was like, hey, these people that are bringing it curbside, they depend on the money all week, every week in the tables. Yeah, so make sure if you've got it, I know that they're not doing the same amount of work, but if you've got it, you should give them a couple bucks. And, and I don't think anyone, I don't want to say anyone, but a lot of people didn't change their attitude, obviously, you know, and just gave them that dollar or whatever they, or didn't tip them because it was a to-go order. And oh, I don't know. Again, that's that's socialism, right? That's free handout. So I'm sorry to get into that. I just, I do think, I do think people deserve tips that don't get it. They don't allow you to tip. They don't. Not a Chick Fil A either. I remember. You worked at McDonald's. I used to try to. I was was not okay. I'm gonna age myself here, but it was like 1978. Damn. Damn. We got a milf. Some guy wanted to tip me, and I'm like, no, I'm 
know, can't receive tips, but I always I think he was a little Excuse me. Do you know you should get tips every fucking time and they can't take them? The yeah, kid, I try to tip people at Chick Fil A. The kids at Publix. The kids at Publix that bag your groceries <laughs> and take that shit out to the car. I'm giving you the tip. I don't allow you the choice to choose. Not to no, man. The Publix kids are like, they want to fight me. They're like, no, man. I can't take it. What was that, Michael? What did you say? So the kids at Publix that bag your groceries and then, like, help my pregnant wife out to the car and put all the groceries in her trunk for her and shit, they do. They cannot accept a tip. And it's bullshit. Oh, I know. I've tried to tip them, right. too. Like, like they'll fight you. Uh-uh. They'll fight and you I before they take a tip. Oh, that? Yeah, I hate it. And they're the nicest motherfuckers in the industry, man. That's why we have unions. Remember that time I got home from Publix? And realized I left my pocketbook in the, the shopping cart. I'm like, holy crap. It's like a Friday and I was just rough day at work. And I like sped down there and, you know, parked my car, went walking in. My cart wasn't there because you know how good Publix is. Because Publix is efficient as fuck. Carts, right. So it wasn't there where I left it. And I walk in. And some guy was just putting carts in the corral there. And I'm like, did you, did you find a possible? He goes, yes, I put it at the service desk. And he's like, come on. And we go. And I took a 20 out of my pocketbook. And he's like, no, no. And I'm like, yes. yes. Please, guys, please. Did he take it, Brenda? Did he take I don't it? No. Uh, how much, you know. Did he I take it? Terrible. Listen, the, the reason the, the reason I ask if he took it or not is because I've seriously like like the kid and the baby and stuff like they they go above and beyond and yeah, I tried I mean, to give them like a fucking five and they just were like like I guess Publix like training videos or something like really oh they just, really like, threatened to do not fucking take a tip yeah they threatened um, to fire them and so now I know I did not know that well I think a reward is deserved for something like that. Yeah, Bill always, I mean, he'll find a way to sneak it in my pocket if I don't want it. I'll try, I've tried to refuse his overly generous tips before. Well, oh, I understand, I understand overly generous, Megan. Um, and that's, it, it, I, I bartend, I understand, overly generous is very uncomfortable sometimes. Um, well, how would you no. know? If you've never because really- I'll tell you what, because your wife is overly generous with my tips. Yeah, no, it definitely makes a huge difference, and I'm very overly appreciative of it, but I try to stay humble, and I try to make sure that they, they understand that I appreciate, I appreciate it. Yeah, know. and it's a way to do that, yeah. Yeah, and, and so I always I always give them a second chance to take it back without any kind of judgment at all from my end. And, right, right, um, right, right. Exactly. That's, like, that's yeah. too much. If you, Do you want to split that up down? Like. Do you want change yeah. for that? Just any Especially way you can try to do it. Alcohol involved, because when there's alcohol Correct. involved, people can get really, really friendly and really generous, and so I don't want to take advantage of people. <laughs> and, and Megan, so do you I, know that from experience? Oh gosh, I've had. Gosh, yes, right. Come on, let's be honest with each other here. How many times have you just been like, "Yeah, here's forty bucks tip. You've been great," and been like, "Nah." <laughs> Yeah, no, I, there was actually one time, well, there's been a couple times that I've spent and tipped a couple hundred dollars, but there was once that 
I was a bartender at Bottoms. It was the first couple of years it was open when it was doing really, okay. really well. And um, we had the, this Navy couple. They came in, and they were like, hey, we're here. We're visiting. We're going down to South, uh, South Florida. We haven't seen each other in years. We're doing a reunion. We're going to spend hundreds of dollars here tonight. You're working by yourself. I'm going to tip you 150% at the end of the night tonight, no matter what the bill is. And I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, I ended up making $400 that night. And it was a Tuesday night, and there was maybe only 15 people in that place all night. And it was... You were pole dancing. No, good, no. Um, Bartending. Generous tips go a long way. And I I had to make them sign a piece of paper. My manager made me sign them sign multiple things saying that they were okay with it. Because, like, oh, gosh, she was like, well, I don't know if we can accept this on a credit card. They'll have to pull out cash to give it to you. So they had to go to the ATM, pull out the cash to give me the tip. It was just, it was a very awesome and humbling experience to have someone tip me that much just for being able to experience my service and just have a good time. So it was nice. So, I don't know. He was probably, like, in his late 20s or something. Oh, wow. This is something. 28 to 32. (coughs) It's something you can't do in my hometown. This trip. Megan. years what i was just saying it's i just want to if you you guys are welcome to hang up and have your own conversation if you'd like i just if you're going to keep it going i want to try to interject so people can hear um but something we can't do in this town is put a shit list up i I, my local bar in atlanta had a shit list um and it was for people who tipped bad you couldn't do it in camden you could not do it in this town i don't even think you could do it in jacksonville but atlanta if you had a $100 tab, let's say, and you tip $4, your name was published and you're on the shit list. Oh, no, I do know some some bars that do do that. No, this was publicly bars, displayed for everybody to see. Yeah, there there are bars that do that. And, if I not here, not in this town. No, not in this town. Right. No, no. That's what I'm saying. I feel like every bar should be able to do that. I was always drunk, but I remember seeing something like that, like a list of shitty tippers or people that they didn't ever want back in the bar. Usher, like, Usher was on my local bar in Atlanta's list. See, at Bottoms Up, we actually had a list of customers that if the bartenders ever felt uncomfortable and we let the people know, like if they were ever, you know, got to the point. Like rapey? Yeah, well, we had a lot of younger people that came in there, and so it was it was just a, a different vibe than, you know, like Seagulls and stuff is, where we had a lot more, you know, respectful crowd. Yeah, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go that far, Megan, I would just say older. And so they don't really know how to handle their alcohol right. when women are involved. Yeah, 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 that's a big one, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's because the drinking age should be 18. So that they can learn how to handle it. That actually makes sense. <laughs> But could you, there so should they have be. To do it in the privacy of their own home. No, no, exactly. So let's, let's talk about that. Let's segue into that, guys. I'll say my point, and then I hope you guys have plenty to say about it. How cool would it be? Let's, let's go with that. Drinking age is 18, but there should be like 80% of any bar and restaurants and clubs should be 21 and up. Yeah, that's what I think too. I think. What do you think? Yeah. 18 drinking age, but you should do it in the privacy of, you know, private events and private parties and stuff like that. I like that. And so, um, 21 and up for public intoxication. Well, let's say places like, let's be cool about it. Let's say places like long, like corporate, like a Longhorn, Applebee's or something like that. You can go in there and you can have up to five drinks. 
Yeah, there should be. Do you a know what I mean? And then, then we cut you off. So that you can like not maybe not going to seagulls and making an ass of yourself, but like you can go to Applebee's and you can have five drinks and we're you were so corporate that we can be like, hey, sir, you've had five, and people understand that. Like it's a rule. What about that? Instead of just being at home. That would be very respectful of, you know, like the age limit and, you know. That's what I'm saying. Could you get into that idea where they can go out some places, but not like real fucking bars? Yeah. Yeah, I think the younger, I was going to bars when I was 16. So was I, man, in this town. In this town. So I didn't get the shit kicked out of it. And that was it. So you learn. How to handle your liquor. I'm a way bigger asshole now that I'm now drunk than I used to be when I was 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, you know? Way much, way more of an asshole. But I did learn how to drink or how to, how to react in crowds. You haven't really. Your behavior. No, 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 I'm way more, I'm way more confident and dickhead now than I used to be. Your behavior at that concert we went down, the Wood Brothers concert was embarrassing. Everyone associated with you was humiliated to be next to you. Okay, so me and you, Mikey, both of us, neither one of us have really learned how to handle alcohol. I can I can comfortably admit that. I used No, to no, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to well. deny that I get drunk and embarrassing. I'm not going to deny that I get a little weird. I just here's my thing, Megan, is sometimes I don't know how to pick my crowd, and I am well aware of that. And well, I am, but I have trouble defining it. I'm trying to get better at that. Um I had a good time, and I didn't think that I was out of line at Wood Brothers. I, I swear to God on that, but I'm also not at Wood Brothers with a bunch of 25-year-olds, and that's not any disrespect to who I was with. That's disrespect. I mean, that was me being disrespectful to them. If that makes any sense, like, I, I didn't think I was out of line, but I was with the wrong crowd. Um, yeah, yeah. For me, for no, my behavior, exactly. for my behavior, not to, not, you know what I mean? And so no, that's exactly always I'm trying to get better at that. Um, but I, I definitely know how to handle my alcohol. I'll never, I'll never say I don't. I just, yeah, no, I de- I, that's my problem. And my, my personality gets fucked because I, I think everybody gets me. Does that make sense? I completely agree with you on that point because like, I feel fine like when I'm drinking and stuff and I feel like I know how to handle myself and I don't ever need anyone to take care of me. But the problem is, is right. I don't ever have people that want to go on adventures like I do. <laughs> well, no, I've, so Megan, I'll, I'll say this and you, you fit into a category of people and it might, I might be in the same category if, if you can understand this and not take it too personal is I've seen you with a couple in you and what happens is it's same as me is you just think everyone around you is as smart as you you think everyone around you is on your level and wants to understand what you want to talk about at that moment and when alcohol's involved no one's on any level everyone's gone and that's my problem and yeah, i just i yeah. fucking get passionate I'm, I'm i am passionate you obviously you know that you are as well and i stick on this subject and why the hell am I talking to this guy that's just here to drink about it? Why am I talking to this guy that's here to watch the Braves? Why, you know what I mean? And that's my issue, and it's my problem, and I'm trying to get better at that. Whoa. And I think you have the same problem. I always forget about it. Chair has a bat. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm the same way, man. Yeah, I, 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 I've served you. I think you were exact same way. Yeah, no, I, uh, I definitely, I want to start talking about things that are important when alcohol is involved because like I just what? feel like everyone else thinks like the what? same way. Huh? Oh, that's what, what you mean? Saying, like, you want to start talking about things that are important when alcohol is involved. 
What, what did he say? I don't know. No, no, I got what you're saying now. I didn't understand your first statement there. But... Okay. I thought you literally wanted to talk a, about something that was a, important. She's taking a break right now, so you're going to have to talk to me. Well, what do you want to talk about? Bob Dylan? You know, Bob Dylan is interesting because he took old music and put new lyrics to it, and that was his genius. And he was like the town crier. You know, because he, he didn't have this normal voice, but it was interesting. And all he would, it was all about the lyrics put to old folk music. So combining modern lyrics with old music is genius. I, I, I agree that Bob Dylan was genius. I agree. I agree. I agree that Bob Dylan is one of the greatest songwriters of all time. I agree that Bob Dylan is one of the greatest performers of all time. I agree that Bob Dylan is on the top of the list and could be, arguably could be, on the Mount Rushmore of musicians. Okay. Now, I don't like Bob Dylan that much. You got into P.J. Harvey. Oh my gosh, I love her. P.J., and you had never heard of her before. No, no, I hadn't. I'm very surprised. This is something your listeners may want. P.J. Harvey is a phenomenal mm. performer. And when Holy she comes crap. to the States, I go. I've seen her in Chicago, New York. DC. Okay, Jesse, Jesse. Like I, I still go. Jesse, Megan. You guys can talk all about P.J. Harvey all you want, but you've got to explain real quick who P.J. Harvey is. Okay, so my interpretation of P.J. Harvey is, well, what he said is she's like the sorceress of rock and roll. Is that how you described her? Yeah, well, she's... Where can I find her? Where can I hear her? What is she saying? Give me that, the the basic stuff. Early 90s vibe kind of chick. Very grungy. Um, I follow her on Spotify, but I'm sure she's all over, you know, Pandora and everything else. And PJ Harvey. But Down by the Water is an incredible song. That's one of my favorites. But she also has this one right now. It's called All in Everything that is so relatable and relative to what's happening right now in this world and it's talking about death like bouncing off the mountains and and how we have to rise above and recognize you know difference and um it's it's just a really really insightful chick and she rocks like she's just got a really grungy almost uh witchy kind of vibe to her but i don't know i love her i love her so PJ Harvey, everybody. If you haven't heard of her, check them out. That's our latest recommendation. Brought to you by the Splinters Inn, I believe. Uh, PJ yeah. Harvey, check her out. Jesse, you went and saw Grace Potter. How did you like her? Oh, he's not with us right now. He walks inside. Jesse is no longer with us, everybody. God He'll bless right him. Back, COVID. Jesse is no longer with us. What do you think about Bob Dylan, Megan? Any thoughts? Because I got a story about it if you don't. I honestly don't. I, I like his music. I just don't really follow too many artists, like, personally. Um, there's a couple that I obsess over, and I just kind of, like, study them really in-depth. But um, Okay, I, so, to your point, Bob Dylan is one... I think that's everybody, Megan. I, I'm not trying to embarrass you here, but I'm pretty sure that's what everyone does. Well, I don't We know don't Bob obsess Dylan. over everybody, but there's a few that we go, fuck yeah, and then we Google and fucking research. That's... that's, that's that's how people become your favorite bands. Well, that's not one of the ones that was my favorite. So that's <laughs> that would have been a way better answer. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, he's I wanted, and I, I do enjoy his music. He's just not like he never really like hit me. I with a ton of loved him. I fucking loved him, Megan. 
and especially in college. Um, I'll tell you just quickly, my political beliefs are all over the fucking place. So Dylan was perfect for me. Dylan and Lennon, like it was just like no, they were everywhere. Lennon, Lennon John him. Lennon, love him, right? Yeah. So Dylan, I'm, I'm, like when I was ignorant, I was like, fuck yeah, Dylan is just like Lennon. He's folky. He's old school. He's great. And listen, I loved, I loved Bob Dylan. He's one of my favorites. And then I went to see him live. I saw him live in 2008, 2009. And he was drunk as fuck. I mean, he had to be like carried on stage basically. And it was the worst concert I've ever seen in my entire life. And now I hate Dylan. Hate him. That's really disappointing. Right. And he's like a legend. He was a fucking idol of mine. Michael. Yes. Have you ever heard of Dwayne Allman? Nope. Elaborate. Please. Elaborate for my dumbass listeners, please. Are you good? Bill. Here, this is Bill. No, no, it's it's Alvin. Has Megan not heard of the Almond Brothers for real? <laughs> I just said, oh brother, <laughs> that's that's the soggy bottom, boys. I just said that. Oh my just, god, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. They sing it every Friday night. Oh, the soggy. Yeah, have you ever heard of the Almond Brothers? You mean the soggy bottom, boys? I love them. Oh, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. What? You just confused the goddamn Almond Brothers for the Soggy Bottom Boys. Oh, yeah, I did. I'm stoned. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> give a fuck what you are. That's the worst yeah, comparison slash funniest comparison of music I've ever heard in my entire I'm life. <laughs> I think Bob Dylan wrote that song, actually. What? Um, Man of Constant Sorrow. It is for this kind of day. This has been it. I have heard of the Almond Brothers. Do you have a story about the Almond Brothers? Anything to say about the Almond Brothers? Because they are one of no, my favorites of he, all time. Bill brought the Almond Brothers up. I don't know. I don't know anyone named Bill. I can tell you that right now. So I don't yeah, know you, who's talking. Let's thank them for, for being here and speaking with us. Oh, just um, kidding. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I absolutely fucking don't. I'll tell you that much. That being okay. said, thanks for joining in, whoever he was. Um, and let's talk about the Almond Brothers. They're fantastic. They're from my state, Macon. Well, actually, I believe they're born in Jacksonville, Florida. Macon, Georgia is where they represent. Uh, that's the 478, motherfuckers. Check that shit out. Jesse, what's going on? Welcome back. The Almond Brothers. Oh, shit. Tread carefully. Shut the fuck up. Bro. Tread carefully. Do you have an extra one of those? Yeah. All right, so the Almond Brothers created a genre of music. Is this your last one? No, I have Carton in the house. Okay, sorry for interrupting you again. I'm sorry, I was rudely interrupted. Oh, I would have been told to shut the fuck up. And you know, <laughs> and that's, it's typical. A lot of the experiences I've had with women is they disrespect me because I'm homely. Oh, no. And, you know, looks really do matter to certain people, and I'm always getting trashed for having a homely look about. And that's what the Almond Brothers are about. Okay, I was gonna say, how is that relevant to Dwayne Almond? <laughs> the Almond Brothers were the Almond Brothers were homely, and they made homely music. Let me ask you this, Jesse, just because I know that you were all over the place. Um, where were you? Where were you? Like seriously, where were you? living when the Almond Brothers were hitting like peak, like hitting like 
Okay. Whipping posts. I and was shit. only the Watkins Glen Festival. Yeah. In upstate New York. It's was still wolf. probably probably like a hundred miles from my house. Okay. And that was the large. That was bigger than Woodstock. F- fish. The almond bro- You shut the fuck up. He's always got so much opinion, doesn't he? He interrupts me, and I can't... Keep going, then! I have a fragile mind. I can't keep a thought that long. Rockin's gun! They beat Woodstock! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, and then all of a sudden I'm interrupted, and it's gone. Oh, God, it's if you poof. didn't, get, yeah, six, if you didn't get so pussy about it, it'd be fine. Well, no, I don't remember what I was talking about. You said shut up, I shut up. But instead, you had to, you had to explain why you told me to shut up for 30 seconds. Michael, I think you just like to argue. I love it. Tell me about the Almond Brothers and Watkins Glen. I'm gonna keep my. I'm gonna turn my back. Literally. Oh, anyway, so my sister was 16. I was like, what was I, 12 or something? And she wanted to go to Watkins Glen with a car full of guys, and they were parked in front of my house. And she had to come inside and ask permission to go, and they wouldn't. My parents would not let her go see go to Watkins Glen that day. Wait. We won. She was with a car full of guys asking her to go. Yeah, there was a car full of guys in front of our house. We're like, "Come on, Lori, that's my sister, right?" Right. Let's go to see, you know, walk. We're going to Watkins Glen. I mean, there's <laughs> a million people there. I remember that day. I was watching out the window when she leaned in like a prostitute to tell him that she couldn't go. It's like you have to go to I can't come. I had some some friends that were guys that had some really really good looking older sisters that I was just. Megan, always... would you shut the fuck up and stop interrupting Jesse, please? I would no, not. No, this is interesting. Don't listen. I'd rather hear this. I hear a lot, dude. I heard a giggle from you, asshole. I heard you laugh at that. So shut up. What is he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he heard me. Okay. Where are we at? Um, Bill has a master plan. You, so, you, is that your story finished? That your sister looked like a prostitute? Or do you have a story about the Almond Brothers? Well, it was just a poignant day. I remember it. Obviously, I remember this day. He's and it was like a, a long flipping time ago. I was nine giving you a recollection. years old. Yeah. You yelled at me to shut the fuck up for the punchline of, yeah, I remember my sister looking like a whore. That wasn't the punchline. Thank you so much. It, it, it was. It was the fucking punchline. New York Times. Yeah, the way you perceived it was just... So wrong. where were you? That was the question I asked. Where standing. were you? Yeah. Where were you, Jesse, when the Almond Brothers were peeking? Maybe the point you tried to make... Let me try to explain... Please. In my our, interpreter, in, Brenda. In our, in our time, it was like, you know, rock and roll was just coming right. about... There's a lot of pot smoke in our parents most parents were very religious and you know there's all this rock and roll and drugs sex drugs and rock and roll so he's only trying to make a point that you know he remembers his time as as well as i do remember i wanted to go see the concert was peter frampton and oyster cole at cole park in hartford connecticut and i was 15 and my parents said no bam nope you can't go to a concert until you're 16 <sighs> and that's different from you young sure and sure parents take you to concerts so he's just kind of drawing a point like that it was like wow it was a moment in time that <clears> was very 
different than it is today. Certainly. Well, Bunda, one of the, the question I was asking, because you just, you touched on it, you're in Hartford, Connecticut, and you're seeing Peter Frampton, which kind of makes sense to me, right? The question I'm asking is, Jesse, where were you? You've been all over the world, all over the states. It, Southern Rock was Leonard Skinner, the Almond Brothers, things like that. Where were you when you were like, fuck yeah, that's a great band, even though they're very Southern? You know, in, uh, where I grew up in upstate New York, in Binghamton, there was an arena, Mm-hmm. And we, pl- back when I was 14 through 17, 18, there was a lot of <laughs> southern rock bands that would come up and play there. The Outlaws, Molly Hatchet, um, Sanford Townsend Band, Charlie Dan. There was tons of bands that played, that came, and they were hard rock. Why do you think they were playing up there as, like, southern artists? the arena size or they were doing a tour and they're like, you know, we can fill this place, but not Madison square garden. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. They booked them into arenas. Leonard Skinner, I would say is what the band was that broke it into the East. And I'm not saying that correctly, but no, no, no. I, under, I understand what you're saying, no, the brothers. No, but I think the Almond brothers, and Leonard Skinner were both around at the same time, and I get that's really what I'm asking. It's like, where were you? And Brenda, you were in Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. And you're saying on record that Leonard Skinner was the band, but Jesse, where were you to say that? Nah, Almond Brothers was the band. That story about my prostitute sister, right? Right. That happened in '72. Oh well, yeah. So that's before Leonard Skinner. Okay. Yeah. Hmm? Oh, that's upstate that. fucking New York, and there was half a million people. If not, for an Almond Brothers concert. Yeah, that you for were able Grateful to get Dead, Almond yeah. Brothers. Oh yeah. It was the Grateful Dead that they were there I for, oh, but the Almond yeah. Brothers was nailing it and killing it and putting that out there. You're probably right. They the came. They came before. Yeah. You're probably yeah. Okay, well, do you know? Fun fact, um, Brenda, Freebird was written as a tribute to Dwayne Almond. Fact. Nah, I believe that. Well, Look it up. That guy was the first album my dad ever got That's me. why I brought up Wade Almond. No, no, no. You know what? Hold on. Let me repeat. Let me rephrase that. It was a tribute to. It was a tribute to one of his songs. Let's look it up. Actually, hey Jesse, I'm gonna look it up right. I'm gonna look it up live. So if you guys give me just a second. Yeah, talk all you want. I remember my brother, my older brother, who introduced me to a lot of rock and roll um, back in the day, uh, went actually to see a show and thought, I'm like, I can't remember what the main act was, but they were huge, huge, huge. It wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't like it was Led Zeppelin or whatever. So they weren't that huge. Sense. So, yeah, how many have you? And that, that 
that goes out to Brenda real quick. That goes out to any listeners and viewers. Have you ever got an opening band that just blew your fucking mind and you wanted to talk oh, and see them? That's so great fun. shit. Great stuff to talk about, Brenda. Good content. Oh, let me yeah. um let me put to bed my stupid ass rumor from 30 seconds ago. Uh, if you can give me 30 seconds, guys, I'm gonna put it to bed. Freebird was not written for Dwayne Allman. It was a written song. It's a good song. We love it. Here's the deal. People people back in the 70s used to yell out, whip and post, whip and post, whip and post at concerts. And they would actually yell it at Leonard Skinner concerts. So, so Freebird became such an anthem that people started yelling Freebird out at all kinds of concerts. So... When Freebird gets yelled or got yelled during a Leonard Skinner cause they would say, This is for Grant or this is for Dwayne Allman. So they dedicated all their Freebird performances to Dwayne because people used to yell whip and post. So that's a pretty cool story and that's that is the truth about it. Okay, um, thank you for looking that up. Yeah. See, you, you posted today that one of your all time albums was One More one from, the road. from the Road. And that was one of mine. I, I haven't posted any albums, and I won't, but I've got plenty. Yeah. And that one is one of them. Well, I'm glad. So my, my problem with it, as you know me, my problem is I can't explain why. But I, that was definitely one that I, if I couldn't explain why, I wanted to be on there. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I can't explain why it is, I definitely want people yeah. to know that that was an important fucking album to me. And um, most of my albums are live albums. It was a two-disker? I don't know if you remember that. You it was literally the album. Yeah, well, it was a two-CD set, too. Remember, I'm a little younger than you. That was a two-CD disc. I also bought the vinyl later not, in life. Not CDs. No, no. I, albums. Yeah, I know that. It's still an album. It's we not a vinyl. the CD oh. was. Okay, so you But that was how much, how cool, that Freebird, uh, that Freebird, man. That Freebird and the Fox was something else, man. That was a oh, such an album. Great album. I have a question. Shut the if fuck you, up. If you do that album challenge. I'll tag you tomorrow. I got one more day. You want him? Album. It's got two. Is that your. Does that count? Like, yeah, it's one album. It's an album. It's a vinyl album. It's an, it's an album. Of all, but by any means, it's an album. Yeah. It's one album. Zeppelin 2 was on two records because it, they didn't have the technology to go over 60 minutes. Yeah, this and the Down have a double album. What's the double album? Single album. Fuck off. I'm going to tag all you fuckers tomorrow. I'll tell you that much. We'll see what's an album and what's not. Those album covers was actually was actually the challenge. So Megan, actually, I thought about tagging you to be fair, um, because I don't know. I this is the first time I've ever done anything on Facebook like this. Well, I've done ten consistent days. Jesse, you did it already, didn't you? Jesse, talking. Jesse, you didn't you do the album, the album thing on Facebook? Ten albums, no explanation. I did twelve. Twelve. Oh my god. No, I explained though. I explained how it meant. He did. He. Fair enough, but it's the first time I've ever done anything like this on Facebook. Swear to God. Okay, so what? But I'm enjoying it. Um, what do you do? Is you just put up an album that's influenced you, 
with no, listen, it doesn't have to be your favorite. It doesn't have to be top 10. It's just one album that just sticks out somewhere. But the catch is, and it's going to be tough for you, Megan, because it's tough for me. It's going to be real tough. And you can't explain why or what. You just got to put the album. You can't even name it. If it doesn't have a, if it doesn't have a name on the cover, you can't even name it. Why Nope. Can't say it. That's the fucking challenge is to not say why. Not say why. That was the best part of okay. That's the best part Hold of doing the challenge. Hold on. I want to know exactly what the challenge is. So you just have to post... Ten, ten album covers for ten days and no explanation why. That's, that's the biggest part for me. It was a challenge for me. Because everyone I posted, I just but for this one, you're against it? It's a challenge just to shut up about it and not explain it and let people try to guess why, maybe. You can comment all you want on it, right? Okay, but see, what I'm saying is that if you want people to understand the reason that an album moved you yeah. and inspired you... That's the challenge, is to not do that. Why if you believe in the power of music... Then you, if, look, look, have you ever fucking seen, look, look, did fucking, they did, I mean, this when Da Vinci drew Starry Night, did he explain it? Did he explain Starry Night? He didn't explain it. But no one's really going to do that. Art is art. You don't explain why Starry Night exists. You don't draw a self-portrait and go, that's me. You don't write your name underneath a piece of art. I think it makes sense. Here's an album cover. Go listen to it or don't. But there's no explanation. I yeah, that's I just art. don't feel like people are actually going to listen. But if you give a brief explanation of why no. it's your why? perspective. That's the challenge. That's the challenge. That's more challenging to you and me than it is to Jesse to not say anything. That's the challenge. You're always about a challenge, but you're not into that one. Because it doesn't challenge anyone. It challenges you to shut the fuck up and not say anything about it and just put the cover out. Do you know how hard that's been for me for nine days? I need you to understand that I am in that boat. I want to I tell want people about this concert that I no went to. Content. It's tough. And that's just the challenge. A picture of an album, it doesn't have any content. It doesn't have any emotion behind it unless Thank you share you. the emotion that you No, no, no. They know one thing. They know one thing. They know that it's made an impact in your life at any age. Well, I they no, understand what the challenge is, but I have no idea what the challenge was. No, the challenge is... Album, the challenge is, Megan, and you're still not getting it. You do have an idea. You're just not, you're not listening. The challenge is to put, to put 10 album covers up and not explain why. Now, you can explain it in the comments and shit like that, but if you post it, you don't explain why you, that's your favorite or one of your favorites. I don't get it. Yeah. You don't get it because all you want to do is explain it. Oh, I went to Dave Matthews in Piedmont Park, and it was a great night, and I met my husband, and we made out under the sunset, and it was amazing. I get that. And so if I don't give an explanation, then people will understand. That is the challenge. You still don't understand that that's a challenge for you. Does he make sense, though? No, I'm making any sense. I thought so, too. No, I'm making sense. Things that challenge you are difficult to do. And for you to keep your goddamn mouth shut is really difficult to do. He sounds so angry. Oh, I'm always angry. 
because I keep I, my fucking mouth shut, and that's a tough thing to do. You should try to do, like, you know how the Hulk guy, um... Eric Bana? Eric Bana's dope as fuck. Did anyone ever see Troy? What? You ever see Troy? The movie? Troy? Yeah, the movie? Yeah. yeah. Remember Eric Bana in that movie? Hector? Yeah. Fucking beast, right? He was the original Hulk. Oh, okay. after, uh... Well, what I'm saying is you should, like, try to adopt that whole, like, controlling the... You, I mean, you should try to adopt the fact that, like, instead of being so fucking Hindu, you can understand an, an actual fucking question. I mean, it's pretty easy. Uh, okay. Are you, trying, are you trying to gaslight me right now? <laughs> no. Here's the deal, Megan, and you can agree with this. Megan, you and I have been very cool, I think, um, before we get any further on, on the bullshit. It's yeah. so fucking tough to just be, like, someone wanted to have a roast party with me the other night, and I'm like, nah, man, like, I'm gonna annihilate you, and it's gonna be so personal, like, Camden's gonna hate me. Oh, you know what I mean? A lot of Camden already hates me. I, like, grew up here. Yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, we could do this in Atlanta. I could call you a fucking slut whore, and you could call me a super fucking loose-ass loose faggot. And it'd be fine, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but in Kierman County... But everyone's yeah. listening locally, yeah. So, Your asshole, one of them's going to side with somebody, right? Yeah, no, it's very personal here. It's, it's a very... Uh, and that's why we got to tone back, but also explain that I was just kidding with you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you wanted to roast the fuck out of me, but I've got to explain to people that you can't do that. When did I try to roast you? I don't fucking know. Shut the fuck Just right now, asshole. You're getting really defensive. Oh, there you go again! <laughs> Does no one understand? See? I have never tried to rescue Megan! I'm just kidding, Megan! Megan! We gotta play along. Are you will are you willing to play along for a little bit? I'm laughing right now. I wish you could see my No no no, I mean are you willing to play along with the rest of the show for a little bit? I got some what I have some what would you rather do questions. Are you into that? After, I mean, it's it is what it is. I have two here. I have two on one. I got seventeen on the mark. Doesn't fucking matter. You don't fucking call Lord at K-Bay every morning and say what's your fucking audience size, do you? Shut the fuck up, Megan. Are you ready to play? What would you rather? I don't know. It depends what kind of question. The random, the random. I wrote a bunch down. Ready? Just have uh, a couple. Unless, unless 
what if I could do a bar? Charlton no, County. I have Ooh. to try to get food in a minute. Um, Ooh, no, if I could get a January. barge, three barges, and then turn that into like a plot of land where I could have a few solar panels. See, no, 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 stop. Then I would live on the water. Megan. But if not, then I would do the with all, with Megan, with all due respect to you, you called into this show, right? No, Jesse did. I did well, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't. I'm fine with your ideas and you being a good person and you having fucking plans and shit. That's fine. So do all of us, right? I'm asking you a fucking question, and I need one answer. Not this is what I don't. I don't need a plot of land. Would you rather live in an RV or a fucking houseboat for the rest of your life? I just asked you if the houseboat. If I could make my own houseboat out of materials that I bought. Like sure. Sure. Yes. Okay, then I would choose the houseboat because I prefer the ocean. But I don't think my family would prefer a houseboat. So, um, I personally would choose a houseboat. But if I were to have to compromise with my husband, it would most likely be an RV because he prefers the mountains over the ocean. So you got a proc I fucking compromised to make. All right. I would compromise because I do enjoy the mountains too. Man, I don't think it's. <laughs> Man, these are random questions. I need you to understand that these are all random. I'm generating, right? So here's the next one. Would you have? Well, that's an easy one. I can't read that one. It's too easy. Would you rather have all your clothes fit or have um? Gee, it's that. I, I've I've missed it. Or have your sheets be too big or something like that. It's it's too easy. Okay. Alright, here we go. Would you rather be you right now in the present, like as an average person, with all due respect, or a fucking king of a large country 2,000 years ago? Oh, God. Well, that's a fun one, isn't it? That's a fun question. No, no. no dentistry back then. No, I don't want You're the king, dude. You're the fucking king. You got no worries. No, and it's... Would you rather be you right now than average citizen? You've got to be hypothetical, guys. You've got to think hypothetical here, right? Um, I would not rather be a king 2,000 years. There's way too much war and controversy, just like there is today. 2,000 years ago? There wasn't no war. Too much much fucking responsibility. I just want me, myself, and I, and my family, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm not king material. All right, all right. We're keeping looking. We're keeping looking. There we go. Oh, there we go. That's a fun one. Would you? I'm just hitting random questions I've got. Would you rather re, be a reverse centaur or a reverse mermaid? A reverse centaur or reverse mermaid? Ooh, that's, that's okay. So a centaur is like a, a horse. horse body with a human head, but a reverse centaur would be a human body with a horse head. Right. Uh, or you can have the reverse fish, mermaid. Fish head and human body. Yeah. Which one would you rather be? Centaur. I gotta be Centaur. Alright. This was a random question, Megan. So let's fuck the reverse thing, right? Fuck the whole reverse thing. Would you rather be a Centaur or a mermaid? Um, that's a really difficult one because I love, I, I love horses. I used to ride horses, like, gosh. So you'd rather be a Centaur. I mean, it's fine. But I also, like I said, I like the ocean and being underwater and being able to explore the depths of the ocean like no other person has ever been able to do. Isn't it crazy? So I think that I would have to go with Mermaid. How about a thought-provoking question from Motherwell? Yeah. Um, that being said, Megan, let me ask you this. Now we're getting weird. Now, here's where 
comedy kicks in, right? Okay. Do you think mermaids fuck like fish or fuck like humans? You think what? Do they fuck like fish or do they fuck like humans? Well, they fuck like fish. Yeah, who the fuck wants that? Why the fuck would you want to be a mermaid, dude? Because, um... At least horses fuck horsey style, man. I mean, sex is good and stuff, but have you... No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It would not. (laughs) I mean, sex is good, but I just... There's so many other great things, too, like... Yeah, there's great... Megan, I am fine with being... I love that you're so philosophical and so positive. You are an amazing person. Rebut it with, like, fuck you for being that way. The fucking is amazing. Who the fuck doesn't give a shit about fucking? Nobody. Fucking's good. Ugly people fuck. I was obsessed with sex, like, three years ago, but then I had this, like, enlightenment thing. I'm obsessed with masturbation, but I've been obsessed with that for, like, 23 years. So, it is what it is. Um... I'm just saying, if I could be a merman and have a dick, I think I'd choose merman, right? I'd choose merman. But if I chose merman and I couldn't have a dick, I'd be a centaur. And that's where it comes down to me. A little bit of marine biology, there are some fish that have dicks. Yeah, but they're also, they don't fuck for pleasure. And I know the horses don't, but there's got to be some fucking pleasure in that. Maybe you, know what I mean? you don't know this. Hey, listen, mermaids right now, as far as we know, are fictional, fictional beings. Straight up. You could think that maybe mermaids are part dolphin instead of part fish. And if that's the case, which makes way more sense than part fish because we are yeah. mammals. Being we positive, Megan. We are mermaids. Because dolphins fuck for pleasure, and that's been proven. Guys, you know, here's... You could still fuck for pleasure if you, if you were a mermaid. Here's... doesn't listen to me because I prefaced it with saying, Megan, you're so positive, you're so smart, you're intuitive, and you're going to twist this in a positive way, and I know it, and that's great. And then I said what I said, and you, all you do is be intuitive and turn it in a positive way. No, Megan, I love fucking with you. I love speaking with you. That's a great way to put it. I'm just saying, all right, you got two options. Mermaid that can't fuck, or horse that can, or centaur that can. What do you pick? What do you pick? What did you just say? I'm sorry. No, what do you pick out of the two? You're a mermaid mermaid that cannot fuck ever again. Or you're a centaur that can. That's a question. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening to your question. You're a mermaid that can never fuck ever again in her life. Or you're a centaur that can be fucked. What do you pick? You want to give more than mermaid still, mermaid still, man. Yeah. Can you imagine the magic that you would find? Is better than sex? Clams. Better than sex? Clams. Oh God, yeah, way better than sex. Holy That's shit. the question. That's the fucking question, right there, isn't it? You'd have to do a sink out, I can right? Tell you never Only like... if you're drunk, you'd have to do a No, 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 no Jesse. There's no, no. You don't have a fucking dick. You don't have a dick. You don't have, you do not have reproductive organs because you're a fucking fish. You don't have them. So that's what I'm saying, you don't have them. That's the question. You can neither be a fucking horse, half horse, half man, and fuck all you want, or get fucked if you're a female, or be a mermaid or a merman, and you can never fuck again. And Megan picks merman. Mermaid. We have a, we have a decision to make. I do. Megan is either going to have one more... Or we're going to hang up. 
Listen, you always have one more. Whether you're on my phone or not, you always have one more. But Wade might be listening. <laughs> I'm supposed to be bringing dinner. I'm picking a random question, guys. That's, that's what we're doing tonight. I'm picking a random question. Jesse, have you uh, have you been over the world? I know you've been over the states. Have you been over the world? Have you been uh, you've been international, correct? Well, yeah, you know. I All did right. Well, I did uh, England, France. Before you go any further, man, real quick, what country is the strangest, weirdest, strangest one? You've America. Been to? <laughs> that's a great. That is a great answer. Yeah, Why? Home, you know. This is home. Why is it the weirdest? Why is it the strangest? So diversified. That's the reason why it was strange. I really feel like, I mean, I've never been in the other countries, but just from what I've read, because I I do feel like I have a very strong way of empathizing with the words. And um, I'm, I I know that sounds... You just fucked that whole thing. (laughs) How ironic was that? I knew you would laugh at that. How ironic was you couldn't find the word to emphasize? uh, (laughs) America's the weirdest one because we allow freaks from all over the world to come here. For the weirdest, because we have so much diversity within one community, and no one has a no one has a community mindset. No one has a a flock mindset because everyone is just so on a different path. And um, right, it's beautiful. I, I I don't know, maybe it is some days. Of course, it's everybody has a "I told you so" attitude too, and that's that's shitty some days. Um, the guy in the back that was there I with you. The guy in the back that was there with you. Like communism is terrible. We're not talking about communism. We're talking about Megan. The guy said, the, the guy said, America is not the greatest because we let everybody in from everywhere. Well, when did we draw the line? Because America was founded on that. A common goal is important for a community. I'm trying to learn language if I go to other countries so I can at least say I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. Totally. I would. That's the only thing you need when you go to another country, and in my opinion. It's so disrespectful to that community. And um, I, I feel the same way about, you know, our country. But I also feel like since our country is so diversified and considering it is, you know, we, we started this country to be a diversified country. That right. Is, so that's why America became what What I'm is. saying, Megan, you just touched on it, is I thought the guy in the back that just yelled, we're the worst because we let all these people in, and we're the best because we let them. That's a, that's a, I don't think that's a good attitude to take. We let all these people in because we literally found it on letting all these fucking people in. So where do you, I mean, if you don't have a line, that's fine. This is a comedy podcast, if you will. Where's the line that we draw? Who's legal? Who's not? Where do we say fuck off to letting people in? Mm-hmm. Well, right now, I don't think anyone should be. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough right now. Orders with the pandemic. No, the unwashed masses. You don't want them coming across your border. <sighs> Jesse, know. all right. That's- a really hard line to draw. I understand that, Megan, and I didn't really expect so an answer. Let me ask you this one. The, listen, let me ask you this one on this on the same level, on the same on the same train. Leaving. So manipulative. Listen, Megan, same train. Let's let's segue. I'm sorry. If the travel, an international travel ban was lifted right now, where would you go tomorrow? And don't be all fucking. This is a hypothetical question. Don't get logical with me. Where, you got the budget. Where would you go tomorrow? New Zealand, New Zealand, right away. I would move there. I would. Take You'd my move. And I would never. I would never fucking leave again. If you I would move they, tomorrow. Oh yeah. If they if they lifted all travel bans, I 
I would fucking, it is the most libertarian country in the fucking world. It's, oh my gosh, I love, I, I would move there in a heartbeat. Like, I, I've never Let me, okay, let me ask you this then, Megan, let me ask you this. Why haven't you and why won't you? New Zealand's travel bans, like, uh, uh, they're very strict. They don't let people move into <clears> the country. Because just like America, we, we try to keep our, our borders secure, you know? We, what, we what? To make sure that people are coming in there to contribute to society and right. their community. Well, let me, let me ask you that. Is, let me ask you that real quick. Do you, is, What's the specific reasons that maybe you can't move or you and your husband can't move? Do they have specifics? Like, you don't... We don't have the, fi the finances, personally, if you, if you want to... No, 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 no. Let's say you had the finances. Like, oh, well, I, I how do you qualify to move into Australia, uh, New Zealand? I mean, I think that we definitely could because I think that we could prove that we were very willing to contribute to everything that their vision and their goal is as a community. Because what is I mean, it? I've, I've researched. I they are a very libertarian, like anti-authoritarian community, all about liberty and freedom, and um, they're all about free business and free market. Uh, but they also they keep their borders tight, and uh, yeah. they, they make sure that they don't get too involved with international affairs. But I feel like it's mainly yeah, of course, it's a yeah. Very large you never hear of New Zealand. Listen to this, Michael. I'm listening. You should act. Yeah, but they're not a very large country, so right. they're not really involved in a lot of international affairs. But um, yeah, they they like they they like their community, they well, like their community standards, and they don't want to push it on other people. If other people want to so, join their cause, then they're willing to accept it. New Zealand is, and they have universal health care, by the way. So New Zealand is basically, in your opinion, Megan. I'm putting words in your mouth, but based on what you just said, hold on. New Zealand is the perfect America. Oh, so we're, we're going with what? I'm sorry. New Zealand is what America would, like, wishes they could be. Well, I wish. How amazing is America, uh, New Zealand? Honestly, no, America could never be New Zealand. Free market? I hate to say that. I hate it. I hate to say that. But realistically speaking, we are t way too diversified in Thanks, the religious aspect and just the overall goals of the individual citizens to ever be. Because New Zealand's just, it's a small, very small yeah, country. I, yeah. And my personal ideals match with those of New Zealand's political goals. So that's why, personally, I would move to New Zealand. But I don't think that that is right for every American. I don't think that's what fair. Every yeah, that's a that's a fair statement, Megan. So, other than financial, like seriously, if we took financial out of it, would you move to New Zealand for real? Like I, seriously. I would, honestly, America is my home, and I am I am a very patriotic person, and I sure. love this. I love this place more than anything. Uh, my father, he served in the SEAL teams. My my grandfather served in the Air Force. Like it's just. Uh, my whole family has done nothing but serve, and I, I love this country, and I love what it was started for and what it stands sure, for. Sure, sure, sure. Like, what we separated from in 1776, we somehow, they weaseled their way back into our government, and somehow... That's, uh, that's an erroneous statement. Constitutional rights, ...and they are interfering right now with our constitutional rights... And that's my own personal opinions. I do, I mean, I do feel like I, I ride the fence a lot with them. Sure. I, yeah, sure. I try to make sure that I acknowledge all possibilities. That being said. I, I do understand that this pandemic can be a very serious thing, but I do think that there is some, there is some conspired agenda behind it, I do believe. And I think that it has a lot to do with the fact that um, 
global elite or the Illuminati. I'm going to sure, 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 sure. Whatever you, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to say. It's a stupid podcast. So but um, I, I do feel like they are, they are what is uh, they're what is contributing to this. All right. Now. So here, here's what I ask people, Megan, when they when they blame anything on the Illuminati and the the the, the global elite. Which, listen, I can get on board with. I really can, right? But here's what I ask people, especially on the podcast, is what else do they... If you can blame this on them and, and let me get on board, well, what else in the line, What else do you believe it's been that, that same unit and that same thing? Because people, oh have, people have figured out arguments and things against it. So name something else and then let's talk about it. This agenda and this plan has been in, in play for... Sure. Almost the whole... Obama talked about... Obama literally talked about this. Almost that much. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to make any accusations like that. I, I no, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Obama guy. I, it's, I'm not saying he had it. No, but I'm just saying he talked about it. You're talking about the pandemic. You're saying this is government involved. Well, what else? Tell me something else. No, that, that's not what she's saying. No, no, I, she literally is. She's saying there's a conspiracy here. That's okay. All right, yeah. fine. Let's go with that. No I, I government. Like there, there's, a, there's about a good, I want to know what else you want to talk about. Okay, you are very naive if you think that there are people in power that have power that are not conspiring against sure. citizens' liberties. Tor- if you think that We're on board with that, Megan. We're on board with that. have power over citizens' rights and their liberties that aren't conspiring against them, and you're very naive. We're on board with that. But it's, it's happening. It's happening all around us. Right now there are lawsuits against hospitals, against the CDC, against doctors and lawyers that are actually committing fraud. And, like, like they're, they're misinterpreting, or not misinterpreting, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a little tipsy right now. But they're fraudulent in hospital documents. And it's, there's lawsuits against it. It's happening, and people are denying it. What are they fraudulating exactly? What are they fraudulating? They're saying that these people are dying, dying of COVID. Oh, yeah. okay, got it. No, Megan, I understand what you're saying now. I didn't understand. I, let's talk about that. I die from a heart attack tomorrow, but I got smoker's lung. He died of COVID. Is that? Yeah. That's bullshit, and I'm totally on board with that. And now, now there's not all these hospitals. Right, right, right. No, hospitals sure. aren't doing this. There's not all the hospitals aren't doing this. Sure, it's sure, sure. State by state, and there are New York City is the main culprit, from what I'm understanding. There are a few other places, a few other metropolitan areas that are experiencing this. Without the United States, I have the, yeah. Numerous videos of nurses and doctors talking about the accounts that they're experiencing in New York City and what they're doing to patients and it's not okay right. and it is not treating them it is they're what they're doing is knowingly so Megan, bef- Megan before we go tonight I, this is what I want to know um, and we can talk about it for hours if it, it ends up being that way what is you your cons- you called into my show I don't Jesse did ah, right I want to fucking finish this on what is your opinion on it? What's your thoughts on it? You're very positive. You're very, um, let's just say you're very one with the earth. Like you're, you're kind of gypsy hippie chick, which I love. I'm, I'm all about that shit. I also want to say real quick, you're very positive a lot. You're also, you, you're experienced. You're smart enough to know how metaphysics works 
if that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. that's why I'm that's why I'm interrupting you. Jesse would probably hang up right now, but I'm trying to preface what I'm asking. <laughs> I want to know seriously, and we can talk about it if we need to, and if not, change my mind, change everyone's mind. What are your thoughts on this COVID? What are your thoughts on the lift? Um, the limitations getting lifted, the states opening. Tell me, give me your fucking shit right now. Okay, so my thoughts on it are, um, I feel like we there are certain states right now that have shown that their antibody tests are proving that the uh, rates of people infected with COVID are way, way higher than we originally thought, but the death rate still stay the same. So that means that the death rates are going down in comparison right. to the rate of people right. that are infected. Which is showing that it's not nearly as deadly as we originally thought, which is I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that is, you know, the actual truth to that, which we are getting so much contradictory information right now, so it's really hard right. to tell what's the truth and what's it's not. A, it's a tough thing, uh, right? It's a tough. It's been but, tough. Yeah, but I do think that lifting restrictions in Georgia, like, we're kind of being the test state right now. We're kind of being like the... Yeah, like Switzerland is uh, their their state that did or not a state. Can you put a pin in for ten seconds? Real, for really ten seconds, put a pin in it. Really, I want you to keep talking. My problem with Georgia is it borders five states. Now keep going. It does. It keep does. going. We are going to intersect. That's my problem with Georgia being the test site. Yeah, but I think that if anything, that is going to prove the cause. Like if it isn't anything, if it is something, if it is totally agree with that. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, if it is something that is as deadly as there are some people saying it is, then we are going to be fucked. This is one of those, Megan. Um, another pin, please. This is one where it's like the reward's higher than the risk instead of the risk higher than the reward. And, and Georgia, in my opinion, it's like, oh, the reward's higher than the risk. Let's roll the dice. But no one's ever rolled the dice with that. Everybody rolls the dice going, oh, risk is higher than the reward. Does that make sense to you? Like it's a I little... know, you understand. I feel like, okay, to get this... Logic, Again, I'm, I'm shutting up. My logic here is they have all of the corporations still open, but none of the small businesses are open because it's, it's pretty much enforced. It hasn't been forced, but it's almost enforced because of the strict regulations and mandated, like, just everything, the restrictions and everything. And so... Um, it's basically for small businesses to shut down, and but all these people, the only places that they're going to get all of their needs and necessities are to these corporations like Walmart and Target and, and places like that. And so they're still all coming into contact with the same thing every day as they would if they were to go vote or if they were to go to a restaurant. Or yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, yes and no. I mean, that's just fact. Yes and no. I don't know. My, my father studied epidemiology in college, and he had his degree in it. And, um, I'm with you, Mark. He was a pharmaceutical representative for 10 years, and he was also... I did that. I did that right out of college. Yeah, and he job. also was in the military. He was in the Navy SEALs for eight years, and so he's also, you know, been in, inside. And um, I, I do, I trust him, and I trust his opinion on things to an extent. I always question everything, and I do a lot of research on his own opinions because he is very opinionated as well. But um, I, I do think that there is there's something deeper to this than just a pandemic. This is a protein molecule. Without a doubt, let's be honest. It's not, organism. it's not a living virus. Like it's different than anything we've ever experienced before, and it's mutating at a rate that is faster than any other flu virus we've 
need to really, we need to take back our rights right now. I think it's very fair to have an opinion. I think, so again, with the rights thing, uh, let's be honest about it. I definitely think there's extremists, and I think there's people that kind of get it, and then I think there's very weak people. They're just like, nope, whatever. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Can you understand that? I'm not trying to be a pussy. Um, and listen, that's my show, so I can say pussy. You might not have to. I'm not trying to be a pussy by not going to get my hair cut and bullshit. I'm trying to take care of people. But I'm also not going to go to the grocery. I'm not not going to go to the grocery store and shit. Um, I'm going to shower after I come home. I got a wife and a kid. Uh, I'm not going to take my kid places. But I'm also not going to be a dickhead that's just like. And that's my. I'm not saying dickhead because. I don't know. I, I'm not going to go fucking to the public pool just yet. Okay. You know what I mean? For just a second. Yeah. Well, you got to okay. say so, that. What? Because what, you're asking my opinion about all this. Yeah. So, I um, get it. I don't think you should go out and do unnecessary things right now. Correct. You don't, a, a haircut is not a necessary thing. Okay? Unless you're Megan. Employee where your job requires no. you to have a certain... They shouldn't right now. No one should right now. Which is why I have a mustache. Exactly. Um... Don't go out and do unnecessary things. But if you are going to go out and get necessities, do your best to please shop at local, privately owned small businesses instead of these large corporations. It's going to be okay in this. They're going to get bailouts. They're going to be fine. But these small businesses, they're shutting down left and right. There's so many people that aren't opening back up right now, and it's it is hurting our economy so bad. Megan, I fear that there's about fifty percent. Uh, yeah. People in power right Go. now that are wanting that to happen. They want people to be poor. They want people to be weak. They want to be in control. Megan, there is. Sure that doesn't happen. They venture to say that forty-something percent of small businesses won't open back up. Um, you are one hundred percent correct in what you're saying about the people in power. Um, because money goes and money goes. It's it's fucking crazy. I am not sitting here fucking conspiring, but if you want to call in or chat with me, I will fucking go at it all day. There's something up. There's something they don't, they know that I don't. Um, and it is bullshit because listen, now I think the sensitive thing is Megan and it is what it is. Um, if my mother died, I would fucking hate you and hate everyone and hate coronavirus, right? Oh, yeah. No, I think about it every day. I and there's, there is now... I think about my father. I think right. about my other grandmother. I, I just... What I'm trying to say is there's now 200,000 people in America that have died from... I don't fucking really know. Um, but 200,000, like, in the world, though. Okay, fine. Fair. That's... And listen, in right. statistics are statistics. Because you imagine it was your mom... Or your aunt, oh, or no. your sister. I couldn't imagine. That's when that's when Could shit gets real, right? Could you imagine if one of your family members died of something that you were expecting right. them to die from, and then they listed it as a COVID nineteen death? And you can't see death. them, and their body has to get burned. Like that shit sucks. Yeah, and but, and they listed it as an agenda, and and then you try to do something about it, and they say, "Well, I'm just doing my job." Yeah. Like, can you imagine that situation? Yeah. It's we've just. I don't know what the fucking... No one in the world... It's, here's my... Um, someone someone special to me said this to me the other day, and I think it's a very cool theory. Let's see if you agree or not. It's gods versus aliens. It's it's two rights. It's two perfect fucking... Like, two things that... I don't know about you personally, but two things I believe in. I believe in God, and I believe in aliens. And this is two fucking things going... 
I mean, that's exactly how I can uh, theorize or compare the whole COVID thing. Everyone uh, thinks so they're a scientist. Gods with a god and alien thing. Right, but how many right. how many scientists are completely? We don't know, Megan. We don't know until this is over who's right and who's wrong, and that's a fact. That's a whether you believe me or listen to this or believe this right now or not. My opinion, the fact is, it's going to be two, three, four, ten years from now before we know who is right and who is wrong in this. And it's no, gods versus aliens. And I mean, it's gods versus aliens. There's two no. correct things. I completely, 100% agree with you. Right now, everything is up in the air. Right. And I, it's really just like everyone is getting different information. And it's all correct. That's exactly what I'm saying. And it's it's insane right now. We're just being fed a bunch of bullshit. We found what? out that some of the information coming from the World Health Organization is lies. And so, like, who can we trust at this point? And it's just it's cool. very confusing. Megan, can we? But I want to say one thing. No, please, 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 please do. I want to say you're either feeding into an uprising or you're feeding into an agenda. There is no in between. Okay, there's no. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That is a good one. I love it. Love it. And I think people need to start. Megan, can you can you excuse me? Can you say that one more time, please? You're either feeding into an agenda or you're feeding into an uprising, and there's no in between. And I'm going to quote this: Josh Meyer. He's one of my really great friends. Been friends with him for years. Please. He's one of the people who who turned me on to like my spiritual path. But he is he's a very insightful person. He's very politically involved. Very cool. uh, He he's a very He's a, he's a really, really awesome guy, but he, he posted this a while ago, and I Faggot. shared it, but I don't feel like it's gotten around enough, so I, I just need to say it again, because yeah, I please. feel like that's something that needs to be said. Especially right now in this... That was it? That's what you needed to say, that? Yeah. I thought you were leading up to a different quote. Can you say it one more time? Because you led up to it so perfectly. One more no, that's time. It. It's just you're feeding into an uprising or you're feeding into an agenda. And that and Megan, I personally I don't know about my listeners and my viewers. I personally think that was a beautiful, very fucking thought out quote. Honestly. I really believe that. And it's I crazy, isn't it? Isn't it crazy to be alive at that time? I'm sorry? Isn't it crazy to do what we've done and live through what we lived? Got like 9-11, Y2K, um, two fucking wars in the Middle East, three wars in the Middle East. I mean, um, if you think about it, And we're just going, fuck, it's COVID that's fucking us? Shit, bro. COVID's the one that's going to kill us? Has their fight. Every generation has their fucking tragedies. But we, have, we are the generation of the internet. You know what I mean? We're the reason that this shit is going to be solved and be fucking fine. We have a different fine. way of communication. We have a different way of communication, but it's a different fight. It's not. It's not because it's. It's our previous generations had different fights, and they had different ways of communicating through those fights. But now we have our fight. We have our things that we need to fix. That's a big and, one. And we're doing it with you know social media. We're we're figuring. Well, out Megan, I have said it before, and I'll, I'll say it right now on this cast with you. Um, if China, or anyone like China, I'm not fucking hating on China. If anyone wants to fuck us, they take away our technology. They take away our technology. They take away our ability to read ocean maps and just maps alone and shit. And this is a great test for us. This, in my opinion, is when we get the military going old school as fuck without the internet and stuff. Right? Yes. I'm up. Yep. Are you done talking? Yes, I am. I'm waiting on you. 
Now I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, see, don't be an old man about it, Jesse. Don't be an old man about it. I'm going to use your restroom. Okay. You know where. Yeah. <laughs> you have a restroom, Jesse? Let me yeah, ask you this. going to use the restroom. Whenever, back. Jesse, whenever you get your thought again, just go. But one of yeah. the worst fucking weirdest things ever, and I'm guilty of it, is going to someone's house and going, hey, man, you got a restroom I can use? No, no fucking shit I got a restroom you can use, man. I, I, I don't fucking live in filth. And I know it's just being nice. You've, I bet you've been guilty of it. Jesse, have you ever, ever asked somebody, hey, man, you got a bathroom I can borrow or use? No, I was never that neat. Well, what did you say? Like, you were at someone's house in 1985. Where's the <laughs> And I think in my old age that I've got to that point. But what I'm saying is there's plenty of people that listen. I've definitely done that. Like, hey, man, you got a bathroom I can use? No shit. Yeah, I got a bathroom. Just say, where's the bathroom? That's funny. I mean, it's it's logic. You're not that old. I'm old enough to know that I've learned at my age to just say, where's your shitter? Instead of, hey, man, where's your bathroom? And I don't care what generation that is. I think it's just getting older. Brenda's trying to talk. You won't let Brenda talk. I've had people say, do you have a bathroom? Right, exactly. Do you have a bathroom? Of course I No. It's like, did you get a haircut? You're goddamn right. Of course I did. <laughs> of course. Hey, do you have a bathroom? <laughs> no. <laughs> why ask? That's what I'm saying. That's that's my point, Brenda. Like, why ask? But I guarantee, Brenda, have you done it? I guarantee you've done it. People ask it in the wrong way. Can I use your bathroom? May I use your bathroom? Yes. Where is your bathroom? And then, well, normally you don't have to. It's like, certainly, it's over there. Of course. Okay, let me ask you this. Have you ever been in a situation? It's just people get funny. you got to go roll with it, though. It's kind of an awkward... But can you, can you say without a doubt that you are not guilty of going, hey, do you guys have a bathroom? No. Ever in your life? Never. Yeah. I can admit that I've definitely done it. Like, just awkwardly been like, hey, man, um, you guys got a bathroom? And it's the stupidest thing you can ask anyone. But I've done it. I've I definitely done it. I'm on did this you, antique Megan, site. did you find a bathroom? I did, I did. Okay, so I'm on this antique site, and apparently this big trend that's been going around since this... Megan just took an antique worth poop, apparently. Yeah, well, I've been on this antique site, and they share, like, their cool antique finds and stuff like that. But, um... Lately, during this quarantine, since no one's been able to go antiquing, they've been sharing all of their, like, old, interesting, like, exotic bathrooms and stuff. Like, some of these people have, like, these castles. They've got a, like, a soapbox picture that's awesome. Just really interesting, unique kind of bathrooms, you know, that just have really... Awesome Would you get to the fucking point? That, that was just the point, that they were unique bathrooms. I'm just... I was just joshing around because everybody tells me to get to the point. Megan, have you ever been in a bathroom without your cell phone and been like, damn, that would have been a great selfie? And I don't mean with like the toilet in the back room or something or background. I mean like 
damn, that was a really cool bathroom, and I'd love to take a selfie of that. I have, actually. There's been some really cool bars. You right. Know when I go out, my phone's all Bathrooms and, bar- and really cool bars, especially, yeah. Yeah, because, like, especially... But you don't have your phone. Before, right. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. It has like, this awesome bronze sink, or the whole wall covered in pennies, or something. Or like and graffiti, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and it's or it's got like signatures all over, and you want to like take a picture with yeah. it. But my phone's always dead anytime I go out with friends. Well, it's one of those. I'm I'm kind of with you, but I've like I've never like take my phone to a bathroom. Um, but, but seriously, I've, if I've ever wanted to, like, take a picture in a public place, it's typically stemmed from, like, being in a fucking cool bathroom or toilet. What about the pubs, about the pubs in Scotland? I had never been to Scotland, but I've been to England. The pubs are nuts. I mean, they're, they're a lot of the same. Um, so some of the pubs, actually, they don't work anymore because it's illegal. But some of the pubs in Scotland, a lot, a lot of the pubs in Scotland still have the trough at the bar. Where you going to, like, back in the day, back in the 1700s, when they were built, the 1800s when they were built, you just take your dick out and piss in the trough, piss at the bar. Just piss. That's right. They're still there. The troughs are still there. You can just piss. Um... No, 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 you can't, you're not usable anymore, but they're still there because you can't take them away. No, you can't use them anymore, but they're still there where you could just sit at the bar, talk to your bartender, and what about your dick and piss? So the bathrooms now are, I mean, it's, they're still old school, but I mean, they're just bathrooms. Now, what I will say, public bathrooms in Europe, the door, if you want to take a shit, the door is all the way from the top to the bottom. So you can't see my like feet, awesome. my pants around my feet, which is good. Yeah, well, you don't do that in a country like Scotland. It's like fucking get the weather of Washington State slash Alaska all year. An outside bathroom is somewhere like Florida. Well, you're talking about outside bathrooms. We're talking about Scotland a little bit. And what I'm saying is there's zero outside bathrooms in that country because it's like Alaska and, like, Washington. Yeah, but outside bathroom in Florida, I'd love to have one down here. Scotland isn't a country. It's a suburb of England. Oh, and that's the worst, stupid, most stupid thing you could fucking say ever. That being said, Jesse, you, um, you've been living in this town in this exotic, tropical environment for a while. But you want to get the fuck out. And the latest thing that you that you posted was you want to go to South Dakota. I would love, listen, I would love to move to Scotland tomorrow. But the weather is what turns me off. Everything is great. Every, 9, 20, 25 things are great about it. But the one thing that's bad about it is the weather. And I'm not going. I was just saying my wife's a bad seed. Do you think that you could put up with the weather in South Dakota? That's what I'm asking, Jesse, Brenda. Could you put up with the weather? Could you put up with the weather? Okay, so I understand this only because, like... You understand the question? My family moved about every five to seven years. And it was just, like, a thing we did. They couldn't stay in one place for any longer That's fine. Every five years, I couldn't shake. Megan, Megan, Megan. Megan, 
Megan. Put this in your fucking head, though. You're 60 years old. No, you're in your twilight years. You're 60 years old. You're invent. You're you're 60 years old. You're putting your money in your last house. Where would you live? Where would you live, Megan? You can't buy two houses. You can only buy one. Where would you pick your house at 60? It wouldn't be fucking South Dakota. I'll tell you that much, folks. Who the fuck is that? No, I don't like cold. It doesn't do this for me. Yeah. Where would the question is where would you move tomorrow? We already talked about Megan said New Zealand. Yeah, it's like Jesse. Jesse, there's no way Brenda's taking you to South Dakota, man. I haven't visited. That weather's fucked. Go ahead, Brenda. I'm waiting on yours, actually. As long as you're chill and not yeah, like, yeah. oh, Mikey. I never have I'm listening. You know, I like where I live now, but I don't like the heat of the summer, the humidity. That makes uh, a lot of sense. Yeah. The fucking bugs, man. I don't want... I like dinosaur like Hawaii, but yeah. I don't know if I can see their yeah. I'm a wishy-washy person. But the ocean there is Florida. unbelievable. Here's what I hate about Hawaii is everything fucking, like, the football games come right at 5 in the morning and shit. I want to be independently wealthy so I can move about wherever I want to at any moment. <laughs> I want two houses. Yeah. We'll rent. Otherwise, I'm content here. I want one somewhere in Britain, and I want one somewhere in, in Georgia. Anywhere in Georgia would be fine with me. I've already, I've, I've thrown that at Jesse before. I says, I'll pay your mortgage and just live in your house. No, well, you can go anywhere. I'll just pay you rent and live there. And if it gets to 10 years, we'll talk about buying that shit. By the way, Jesse, that house you looked at in South Dakota was awesome. Oh, you've grown tired of it. Jesse, I want a picture of your Bruce Valanche mustache. I need a picture of it. Listen, I hate faggots, and I, I put up with you guys for a long time, so thanks. By the way, I'm done with these faggots. I just dropped my phone in the water for the second time tonight. Guys, this has been so, so, so fun. Um, I need you to understand very quick before I go that my podcasts are not drunk old Michael bullshitting in live. The live is doing a quarantine. I'm just trying to have some fun. I thought that was. Hope you enjoyed it. Please join in and check out my quarantine or my actual podcast uh, at mickmotherwell.com. M-I-C-K Motherwell. Like your mother's sick, but now she's well. Dot com. Check that out. Um... Listen, non-alcoholic podcasts are there. I cannot wait for this shit to lift. I know it's not a light switch. I think that's the problem with people on and off. I know that there's weeks and weeks and months and months of, of getting normal. Once I do get normal, I have gigs, and I will let you know my dates so you can come see me stand-up comedy, which is completely different than this live bullshit. Um, but also, please tune into my podcast. We have uh, political interviews, um, local businesses, local musicians and artists. My big thing, bagpipes to banjos. Uh, 
Uh, thank you so much if you did listen tonight, and thank you so much for coming in. Uh, I like Mark. Mark, you joined in. I, I forget your last name. I turned it off. You were fucking awesome, dude. I'd love you to call in next time. Anyway, guys, I'm thinking about doing a Friday night Zoom meeting. If you're into that and interested in that, please comment, message me, whatever you got to do. And again, if you're not interested, check out mickmotherwell.com. I am so fucking happy you guys were here. I really, really, really appreciate you guys. And listen, as stupid as it sounds, this, I know it's weird, this is my dream come true. So thanks for being part of it. Um, And go fuck yourselves.